All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Maddie Faz Podcast Live from the Foxhole here. Pretty fuzzy productions. I got my two good friends with me, Angelo Gingerelli, Rodney C., host of what's going to be the very popular A&R podcast. Has, it, it's so fresh, it hasn't even hit the streets yet. The, the buzz is uh, palpable, but, uh, you know, the little, you know, few people are in on the secret that, uh, you know, what's been going on here the last few weeks, but, uh, you know, it literally has not even, not even seen the light of day yet, but that's going to change in the very, very near future, and, uh... I can. I'm, I'm. I'm. I've had a front row seat to it, and uh, I, I can. I can attest that this thing is. Uh, I think going to be very big. And uh, Rod, let me start with you. You know, give 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 your site a plug, and uh, you know, and then you and Angela, give me give me a little glimpse of like how this all came about, and you know what 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 this podcast, you know what what the whole premise of it is. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Rodney Corsi at GardenStateHipHop.com. Um, you know, I've had the site for a few years now, and over the summer, I bumped into Angelo at the Kosher Deals album release party. So, um, you know, we had a conversation. You know, we exchanged contact information. He told me what, what he did. He was a little bit familiar about what I did. And, uh, you know, throughout the summer, you know, it was kind of like a cat and mouse game. He was chasing me down, reaching out. I heard. I heard. I, I heard I, some I was rumors. Called up I heard in the whirlwind. rumors that he, he may yeah, have, yeah, he yeah. May I have was, ignored <laughs> him a little bit. I, I was caught up in the whirlwind <laughs> at, at a summertime. You know, I'm, I, I was fresh out of relationship at, at yeah. the time. I so I was just really too. doing my thing and, and, and bugging out. <laughs> and, um, you know, one thing, and I tell people to this day when I talk about the podcast, I'm like, yo, this dude was uh, persistent as hell. No, you know, I can and that um, as well. you know, he really appreciated what I brought to the scene of hip hop. Yeah. You know, I do garden say hip hop, but I didn't think, I to some extent, I still don't think a lot of people really care for it. It's just something that's important. You didn't to think me. somebody a little bit older who's in the training game, in right, the comedy right. game, was necessarily and like in a, the hip hop game, but and, and Angelo the things is, that Angelo's he saw. knee deep in it. Yeah. Right, but, right. You know, and, and people don't realize that, like when you first meet him, you don't know that like you don't yeah. but and you know, Angela, I, I mean I've known you he's Angela's like an older brother to me. Right, right. I mean, just you know, I will put the cards on the table. I mean, he went to high school with my brother. So I've known Angelo well, I mean more than twenty, 20 years. Twenty years now. Okay. Years. So I mean I, you know, we we've him and I we we we've ran the gamut of talking about different topics that we're into and mm-hmm. I mean the one thing that we've kinda always had we both have that creative spirit that you know kind of goes unfulfilled that starving artist kind of right right vibe that's and, dope you know but you know and i mean angelo you know he's obviously been very successful in his athletic field which a lot of people again who see his comedy and rap stuff don't even know but you know you have i mean you you've been all over the, you know you've, you've trained at some major colleges and had your own business but this is your first passion yeah, man, I've uh, this is your love. Yeah, I lo- I've loved hip hop more than anything else in my <laughs> life besides my two parents. Like, yeah. it's, I, I've been a fan since kin- when I was in kindergarten. My older cousin left a blank copied cassette Run DMC <laughs> album at my house by mistake, yeah. and I played it in my Fisher Price tape deck so much that when he came back to get it at Christmas, I knew Rockbox by heart <laughs> at six wow. or seven years old. And that love affair has been going on forever. And then, uh, like like Matt said, that kind of 
branched into some other different things. I, I never tried to rap myself besides a couple of drunken freestyles that luckily happened before YouTube and live streaming. Nobody mm-hmm. caught those. But uh, <laughs> yeah, and then that kind of branched down to what Maddie said. I, I work in athletics and it's a, it's a cool job and it's a, it's a cool nine to five. I'm lucky enough to make a living doing that. And then the last you know, six, seven years at this point, I kind of got into the stand-up comedy thing. And I'm a huge podcast guy because yeah. I drive a lot because of my job. I run a lot just for my own personal health and wellness, and I do a ton of yard work because I made the mistake of buying a home instead of a condo or an apartment. And between <laughs> those three, I might listen to four or five podcasts a day on any day. And then, like I said, uh, Matt's always been my friend, Mike's little brother, always been creative, always been funny. And he's one of the first people I know to really get on the internet. I remember I moved back to New Jersey in 2005, and yeah. he had just launched, I believe it was MattFaz.com or MattyFaz.com. Yes, and, uh, it was, this was before, really, MySpace was out, Facebook yeah, was, was out, early, but it wasn't yeah, yeah, what it is now. It's early, it's early. Right? So he was the first person I knew to really have a web presence, and I yeah, remember- we had, I, I, we had the vlogs I, I wrote a couple wow. guest blogs myself. You did. Um, you're working with some guys, I think it was called like phillysportssuck.com, yes. that were very Philly funny. Teams blow, Philly teams That's it, blow. phillyteamsblow.com, <laughs> I thought they were funny. And then uh, we you had know, the open bar. Did you had a big part. Yeah, one of the first that, internet mixers I'd ever been to. Huge open bar. So I think one thing that that what you're getting off the ground now in this incarnation is new. But as far as being a personality and a web personality, you're 10, 12 years deep in this at this point, which I'm, I'm proud to be a part of what you're doing no, now. It, 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 it's a good time. And, and and I mean, obviously, I've known you a long time, Rodney. I, you know, I've just gotten to know you the last few months. But I mean, both you guys, though. I mean. Like you with your comedy and Rodney, you know, from what I know of, of Garden State Hip Hop, I mean, it's not that you guys cut corners. You guys have started it from the ground up. I mean, you know, like I know Angelo for a fact. I mean, right, you went to the city, you studied how people MC a show, how, right? You, I mean, you took it in. Like you, you, it's not like you just went on stage and said, all right, I'm, I'm an MC, you know, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, you know, host my own comedy show. I mean, you really, put the time in yeah definitely man i think that's one thing that everybody in the studio right now has done you with all your own live line endeavors and riding with garden state hip-hop i think we live in a weird time right now right there's no barriers to entry if you want a podcast you want a website you want to make music it's easy because the way software and that's is the problem, it's cheap and affordable. well the problem is the good thing now is everybody can be an artist the bad yeah. thing is everybody can be an artist and I think part of it is you have to kind of study what's been done before, see the right way to do things, yeah. make mistakes. We're all going to make mistakes. You got to get knocked down a thousand times. Yeah, yeah. People maybe- aren't willing to do that. Like people think that you know, because you have a Wi-Fi connection and you know a bunch of social media pages that you are ex artist. And right. rather than getting knocked down, you know, right? I'm sure, Rod. Right? I mean, I'm sure. You took your lumps starting this. Oh, site. absolutely, man! And I'm sure yeah. you still do, but still you know, take lumps. And, and but, I mean, you know, you only grow stronger. And now, look, I mean, you know, look, look in the in the in the time you've had it. I mean, we just talked about it two weeks ago. You're you're talking at a TEDx conference. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, so it's you know, it, it, it the three of us. I think again, I think we still have a lot of places we want to go, but. You know, it, it serves as a, re, a as a reminder that you know you're not going to get it the first time, and if you do, somewhere along the line you're going to lose it. So I mean, it just you got to be willing to take it on the chin a little bit. 
I think the biggest problem I think with with social media, the way it exists right now, is all we look at is other people's highlight reels, right? Like we all see Rodney at TEDx killing that live. You see the good, right? What you don't see is Rodney up till four in the morning yep. trying to get the font right on the page to get the That's most fun, and, yep. and SEO, you know, optimization, all that stuff. Kill himself to get that right. that, that article right or that picture right. And, and it's it funny. That's and, and, and I'm as big a, I'm as big of criminal in this as anybody else because I only I only post pictures of comedy shows that are sold out packed out heads wall to wall mm-hmm. and I'm killing on stage I don't show the nights when it's me and yeah. the bartender and the guy but, can't wait to shut the doors but that's a night that still happens yeah. important, though. that stuff's important though. oh yeah if you, if you can't if you can't I mean, do I, that's a why, Wednesday I mean, it's funny that's, that's a that's a line me and my friends have always had nobody sees the behind the scenes yeah. and that it's important you know I mean, do you know how many times I've had podcasts where literally zero to one <laughs> listener where you just have to talk. I mean, that's it. I mean, you you're live. This is it's not a tape thing. It's a live thing where there's no commercial breaks, there's no callers, there's no no guests. You just talk and you got to figure out a way to fill up an hour or even 2 hours and I think it makes you all the much stronger for it. I and I I think guys and girls that are doing it the way we're doing it, which is I'm going to do this podcast every week whether I get one listener or 1 yep. million listeners. Or I'm going out and doing an open mic every three times a week for t- for five years until I get a headlining spot, or I'm going to have my own website and do it my way and post an article every five hours for whatever time it is. I think, and I want to believe this, people like us are more set up for success than somebody who has one thing go viral and all of a sudden comes out and then has nothing, doesn't have to, they become a one-hit wonder in every field they're in. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I think, I think that being where we're all in New Jersey tapings, I think when you look at, like people that, that get pulled out of obscurity behind reality shows, you take someone like Jersey Shore, where now the only person on that cast that was ready to do anything with that notoriety was Paulie D. Yeah, because he actually working, has a marketable he's a skill. Working he's a DJ, world-renowned DJ. In Vegas yeah, and yeah. The he had a skill. Everybody else had a punchline, right? Yeah. But he, he had the, the wherewithal and the work ethic to DJ every night and get, get his name out there yep. and crush clubs, whether you like the kind of music or not. He's good at what he does. And now he took that name and notoriety, and now Absolutely. 10 years later, he's still still in the game where Snooki and JWoww are just you know, afterthoughts and has been. And they're just, yeah, they're still trying to Somebody's mama now. Yeah, <laughs> they're trying, right, they're exactly. trying to live yeah. off that fame. But Oddly enough, don't they live around here now? This part of uh, uh, JWoww actually lives literally like five minutes from here. That's what I thought. Right, right off of the nearby the, road. The nice part of Tom's River. Yeah, yeah, no, she's not. I actually saw her at Stop and Shop about a year and a half ago. I was like, did I double down? <laughs> she's had a little bit of work done, I think. But I was like, I, yeah, think, yeah. That, I think that's her. Um, no, but you guys mentioned. So, so, you know, Angela finally tracked you down. I heard you. Well, Rod, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, you. Hey, you've been <laughs> nothing but solid since you walked into the foxhole here. But, I'll tell my version of that story but, real but, quick if you guys are cool with it. No, uh, um, this past <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I, I tell my side of the story. Those, this because uh, Maddie Faz. got you last week. <laughs> Ma- Maddie Faz is making me sound like a stalker or a stand here. What happened was back in the summer of 16, over over years of doing stand-up at the Jersey Shore, you end up meeting a lot of musicians. You perform yeah. in the same venues. You do shows together. And it hit me, there's this whole hip-hop urban music scene that gets almost no coverage. There's a ton of rappers, mm-hmm. singers, producers around this area, and nobody seems to care, and they're making great music. So I'm like, what somebody should do is have like a central website where everybody could post links, mm-hmm. communicate, collaborate, and be like the hub of New Jersey hip-hop, right? So I, of course, Google to see if that exists, and I come up on Garden State Hip-Hop. And this is legit. I think it's a Tuesday morning I do that. And on Thursday night, I go to the Kosher Dills album release party, and I see the guy whose picture's on the website. And he's taking pictures with a big-time camera. Oh, that must be the guy who's going to hip-hop. I introduce myself. 
This is, I'm going to say mid-July, right? Yeah. So it's mid-July. It I remember mid-July. that cause I had a stand-up show right before. Then I went to the, to the release party. It's around my birthday. And then yeah. the next day, I hit him up on his Gmail account. <laughs> and I, we should work together. Very vague idea. We should do something <laughs> together. He writes me back kind of like, yeah, whatever, man. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> um, and that goes on <laughs> weekly through September, October, right? Then in October, so that's. 12 or 13, probably, let's be honest, 20 unanswered emails. This is going to be a great behind the music you guys do one day. So it's just just me like, hey, man, give me a call. He was like, no, I'm not calling you back. So then right about the mid-fall of 16, Matty Faz puts the studio together, puts together Foxhole, and he does what I think is a very nice personal gesture. He sends me an email saying, look, I think you're really talented and we do something together. Do you have an idea for a podcast? I want to start a podcast network. I find out about a week later, it's just a form email he sent to everybody he's ever met in his life that says, I think you're going to work together. Actually, not really. Not really. I, I sent a few. I sent, I sent it to a few. But no, you were actually not really. It wasn't. That's good to know. No, no. I, I swear to God. I, I'm that, sure. You I'm, were I'm one playing. of like three people. So then I, I respond to that. And I'm like, I got this idea. Let me see if I could get this kid Rodney on the phone in some capacity. And then when I, what I give him credit for, when I came to him with a concrete idea, he was like, all right, cool. Let's go. And then since then, it's been yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah. smooth sailing to where we yeah, are now. Absolutely. With a couple episodes yeah. in the back. No, no, I, I, him booking gadgets, <laughs> me booking gadgets, you know, working been, out. I, I could, and I could say that, like, you know, kind of as a, you know, not flying low. I mean, cause whatever, we, we've been going back and forth for a while. I mean, I, I don't think there's been any friction at all. I think everybody's been on the same page. Yeah, and this is just page. fun. I mean, I look forward and to doing this gets, every I think Thursday. everybody gets the idea yeah. and – the and biggest I, issues we have been scheduling things because we're three busy guys and the guests are busy. The, the, and the hardest obstacle is getting everybody in the yeah, room together. Yeah, and, and again, I, I think, and, and, and you know, and, and if it came down to it, I mean, you know, there is the option, obviously, of Skyping people in. But, I mean, really, everybody's been very generous with their time. And I really, I mean, what, what, we've had four guests, five technically, with, with you know, two guests tonight. And uh, everybody's been really solid. I mean, really they, they get it they are enthusiastic about it nobody's come in here with like an ego which i, I like again i didn't you guys are more into the scene than i am like i you know i, I know really bits and pieces of of you know and, the, and that's the, the perception yeah i just don't yeah. know like you know i didn't know what to expect i don't care i mean i'm i'm happy to host whoever in here but um everybody's been really very modest and just kind of come in with a very good attitude which is great i mean i i I think so far it's been a home run, mm-hmm. but it, it, um, you know, I mean, even even before I guess I got involved, I mean, did did you guys have any other like correspondence like with each other of like you know like trying to come up with the exact idea of how this would all go down, how you'd put it together? Like, I think we we wanted to promote great hip hop and artists we believed in. And was like a, was it like a quick thing where you guys just like were on the same page with it? It came together pretty quick. I yeah, think, right. There wasn't a ton of debate or negotiation yeah. it's kind of like and i think he had i think angelo has a great taste in music you, you know because so. that's the thing I, i've noticed even just again when, when i'm just kind of behind the computer you guys seem like you're on this in this and again not the and not that you guys have to agree on every single right, song right, right. every single lyric but i think you guys are at least on the same wavelength with what you enjoy yeah and, for sure and i think it shows like you know and 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 even like I said, like like the last last week's interview was a great with Norin was, was a great example. Like you guys were able to kind of span different generations of hip hop and talk, you know, you know, and, and bring it all together. Where 
you know, m- maybe, you know, his age group listens to some different kind of hip hop, but he understood the, you know, the merits of guys you guys listen to and got it. So, I mean, I, it just, I don't know. It just, it's had a very good vibe to it. Yeah. I, and I think that's one thing I didn't start out with this, but as we book guests, I think it's kind of important to do that a little bit because I think one thing, I think it probably happens across the board and all music and probably other yeah. kinds of entertainment too. We draw generation lines and it's strict like, I only listen to 90s music, or I only yeah. listen to rock and roll from the 80s and older. And it's kind of like, why would you do that? Like, yeah. you can, like, I like Guns N' Roses as, next, as much as the next guy, but they've only got two real albums that you could ever listen to. And then if once you know those two, how do you not ever want to hear, like, the new Guns N' Roses? Same with Biggie Smalls. Ex- exactly. Yeah, Biggie's yeah. great. There's two albums. What do you listen to when you know them by heart? Um, I think that's an important thing. Like, let's talk about how great... Eminem was or Biggie was or Tupac yeah. was, but at the same time, let's try to talk to these young kids and see what they're listening to, what they're what's hot on the radio yeah. now, what's going to be next on the radio next year. And, and I know you guys, you know, I know we haven't officially put the out the, the the podcast out yet, which I know is going to be happening. I mean, pretty much, it's it's imminent. I mean, yeah. with with you know within the next, you know, I would say right week or so, yeah. we'll probably you know, and we we have four episodes now in in, in the can. Um, is there kind of a I, I, let me let me rephrase it? The one thing I have noticed is that in terms of Jersey hip hop, right there there is this problem with venues wanting to host them, right? Is is that is that like a has that been like a known problem for a while? And it, is it, it or is it getting worse? Again, I, I don't. I mean, like a, I, said, I, I don't since... really know the whole like genesis of that situation, but it seems like every artist that that's come in here has mentioned it in some form or another i know you guys have talked about it that just whatever I, a lot of venues are scared or apprehensive to host you know the, these hip-hop shows for whatever reasons whether they think that they're gonna draw a bad crowd or things are gonna happen or apparently the brighton bar things are gonna happen <laughs> somehow everything goes back at, to the brighton at bar the, at this point <laughs> <laughs> yeah when, when he said yeah. that i, I was trying I was trying to be quiet in the background, but yeah, like, yeah. that one I had to, I had yeah, to let, yeah, I had to let yeah. something out. That's, like, yeah. this too point, ironic. Too yeah. ironic. At this point in our show, fifty percent of our guests have been barred for life from the Bright <laughs> Bar. That's amazing. That's an that amazing, is amazing statistic. <laughs> oh, but, but is it like is it a major like problem uh, with with like does it like stunt the growth of hip hop in Jersey? You think that? It seems like a lot and, of in this part of Jersey, absolutely. Okay. Because is it more more is North Jersey more. Like amenable to hosting these shows, like ha- what's like, like what's the deal there? Like I, I don't, I don't really know. Yeah, the and I mean, on I, it. I think it's more demographic. You know, we're yeah. talking about cities like Newark, we're talking about cities yeah. like East Orange, which are more predominantly black cities. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's there's more uh, business owners and venues willing to have those crowds in. You but, know? but around here, they're like not not so much. And the sad part is, you have an artist like a Mr. Encore. Who's been on Sway in the Morning, Sirius XM, and got raving reviews? You mm-hmm. have a Ren Thomas who's also been on Sway in the Morning and received raving they're like, reviews. They're legit. Has music with Pete Rock out. These are people who should in who, your should area. Be a slam dunk. It should be a slam. It dunk. should be a slam dunk. Yeah. all the time. And because 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 the, the the doers, the movers and shakers, and some of the biggest name a part of hip hop culture are saying that these guys are legitimate artists. And they're still not, and they can't even perform in their hometown. And it's just, I mean, and is it is it just purely like the owners of these places just saying like nah, like or just from it, my experience, yeah. it's just it's always been the owners. We yeah, don't it's, do this. It's a shame. It's, it's, uh, yeah. 
So, well, I mean, you know, I mean, again, I mean, obviously, it it's, might be a little way down the road, but I mean, hopefully, a, a show like yours can hopefully open some doors for yeah, for, for, sure. for artists just to show, like, all right, you know, they're normal dude, like, you know, these are, you know, it's not just like, all right, we're gonna just, you know, tear, you know, bust your place apart. They're legit artists who want to have a legit show and just, you know, go from there. Yeah, and most of the artists we've had already and the ones we plan on having are good live performers, one. And number two, have proven themselves in other areas that they can they can pack a house and have a good show. Absolutely. Without any kind of instances, bring in a crowd that will buy drinks and buy tickets and pay to park and do the things yeah. they do to make a show successful. Well, absolutely. Uh, and I know, right, I mean, s since we started recording, right, I, and Awesome Independence. Okay. A great venue. If you guys haven't been awesome there, you know, venue. and I actually I have not been. I've heard it's a great venue, and I I've, Joe. I think I've been to three shows there so it, far it's since it's been open. And, Solid and, and, venue. And that place, great. and that and that should be a place that should be prime, right, for these type artists. Yeah, I mean, but, we had Rakim there. What was that last summer? It was right after I met you, and you started ignoring me. It was July. <laughs> and I right think the Sugar Hill right. Gang was there also. Really? Yeah. yeah. At some point. I didn't have any interest in that though. <laughs> like, like no disrespect, but if you look at a place. Like, <laughs> I mean, everybody's got to cut off at some point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the time. But um, I think like, as far as venues, man, j just Asbury Park by itself, right? Take all the other surrounding areas out of yeah. the equation. There's so many music venues. Every block's got something that's that's either a small Saint venue, 50 Wonderbar. seats, or big for 500, whatever it is. I think the Stone Pony holds 900 when you open up the outside. Now that's, I mean, that's you know shooting really high. But those, those mid-sized and small venues, I think, are prime for this kind of music and just as we've seen so far, not a lot of interest in booking it or promoting it. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's a shame. I mean, well, hopefully, you know, hopefully a show, you know, like, like the one you guys are doing, which I, again, I, I think has been a home run so far. And I can say that again, I, I have, I guess some interest, like some stake in it, but again, just kind of as a observer, in there, I, I think, you know, I, I think it's been a home run so far and I, I think it's just going to evolve. And I mean, like we were talking about before, when when we ended tonight, I mean, if we could start doing some different things, like like we mentioned, having you know just different versions of performances, and you know, we do the freestyle at the end, which I think is great. I think it's a great feature just to like let whoever wants to you know freestyle again. Um, it was just one of the two tonight that, that freestyled, but uh, you know, if we could do something down the line where it's like you know have some different instruments in here and just do a two, three, four song performance, you know, stuff like that, you know, would, would be awesome. And then you never know. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I hope that something like this could serve as a way to open some doors and, and let some of cause I mean, every artist that's graced here, the Foxhole, I, they, I haven't seen any issue with them. And I think they all are very talented. They all have enough music, I think, to play a show where you know it, it should be a home run but you know we'll, we'll see um you know as for for your podcast again we we had to do a name change just for uh, some copywriting uh mm -hmm. you know a and r it sticks with the music business um what it, what do you guys have a a plan like or is, are you guys just kind of taking it week by week is there a you know, I mean, we, we have the structure. Now that you're Angelo, now that you guys actually, <laughs> <laughs> now you guys talk. I mean, we have the structure for the show. Yeah. You know, I think Which Angelo I think is great. and I, I are very comfortable with that. And I if think you've you noticed, too. not to cut you off, if you notice, everybody who's come in here has complimented you guys on that. Yeah. Like that the actual, the way the show moves, not to sound like a cheerleader, but, you know, the way the show moves, everybody has complimented that it, it flows. Like it, it 
mm-hmm. it works. Like so, I think you guys got the formula. But I mean, in ter- like, do you think you guys is this something like a like a you know that you, like the week the thing? Stick to hip hop. Will you guys? Evolve to other I think artists. eventually I would like to branch out. You yeah. know, Angelo has a comedy background. Yeah. Um, I have very broad interest in a lot of different things, yeah. and I know a lot of people will do cool stuff outside of music. So just like, you so, know, yeah. we're, I mean, eventually yeah. we're, we're, we, we're definitely going to open up. I think the first step to evolve, what I like to do is we've had on rappers so far. We've yeah. had MCs have been our guests. I think that's great. I want to keep running with that. I think maybe it'd be cool to talk to some people that do some other things in the industry mm-hmm. at some point. Right? And maybe just some, and yeah, some label people, some venue people, some journalists, people, pe- people where they don't know their name, people where yeah. people don't know their names yet, but that, that are very bring, bring them into yeah, the yeah. consciousness a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and I think I think one thing that we're, we're shooting for is to explore. get Fetty Wap in here. Yeah, well, Fetty Wap be a good <laughs> guest. Um, <laughs> That's my first. <laughs> But I think Pat- so, patterns in through life. Mm-hmm. I think so is behind the scene people don't get enough credit. I think one thing, you know, we're we're trying to aim for a pretty lo- younger demographic. It'd be kind of cool to show a kid there's things you could do in this industry that aren't rap or sing. There's you can make a living being yeah. a producer, you can make a living being a graphic designer and talk, talk about how to get in the field yeah. that way. Um and one thing I like to do, we've thought this a little bit behind the scenes, but I think once we get a season or two deep into this, maybe trying to put in a live show hosted by me and Rodney and bring Four or five guys we've guys yeah. that on the show to a no, live venue. I, I think it's to, doable. It's definitely doable. I, I, I you know, and, and I think again, it, the the more some of these rappers kind of loosen loosen up these venues a little bit and show that like you could have a normal mm-hmm. show and thing, you know, nothing bad's gonna happen and and you get a good crowd. Because again, at the bottom, at the at the end of the day, it comes down to a bottom line. So if, if you know if 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 you're able to have a show with X rapper, you know, whoever, you know, whoever it may be, whether it's solo for Dolo, say, yeah, you know, and, and it brings in people and, and it's his people and people spend money and, and do their thing and there's no issues, no, no drama like the Brighton bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> not, not that he was involved with other people, you know, um, which, which you'll find out. It's a teaser for future episodes of the A&R podcast. Um, I, again, I, I think some of these promoters and owners, I, I I would think would loosen up their stance a little bit just to, you know, in- incorporate some of the, you know, especially if there is, right. I mean, is, is there a lot of talent here that, that is just not noticed? Cause I, again, this would be your throughout the state or just, or the shore? I, I would say this area, like, we'll start here in this area. Is there a lot of good rappers that aren't getting their due? Cause I, Yes. Okay. Yes. That, like, like, like where that you like, really have, I think, you know, one, like the ability one, to really like, and that's something Angelo and I've tried to focus on. Yeah people that we feel like have a legitimate shot to to do some some yeah. great things within the culture within and, the and genre. I mean if you can, who are like who are some names that like the normal person would not know I mean and can, and you can name the people who we had on the podcast or yeah, I mean we we've had we've had them on we've had the solo for dolos yeah. we have young guys like off top we have a Noron Gunnis who puts everything that, that he has right? Fresco is in that category solid. Um, Joe have, College Yeah Joe I think Ren Thomas Is probably Ren right Thomas Where, uh, big. Dane the Beautiful I, Monster I've heard those names I've never really listened to um, Ren, Ren Thomas and Joe College uh, They're from the Shore area Yes Like, like we're about I know, I know Joe College Is from the Shore area okay. Ren Thomas is either Up north or near Philly He's not from Immediate okay. area But not too far okay. away But I think one thing That I think we talk about A lot with our guests I, If you want to say uh, on a scale of one to ten, a one is a guy that get drunk, gets drunk and freestyles in his car alone. Mm. Hopefully, someone else is driving. And a ten is Drake, 
right on the skin span, like mm-hmm. rap stardom. Yeah. I think we want to shoot for guys that are like in that, that four, five, six area. Okay. Like a little bit of a following, has songs in the catalog, has some releases online, and ready to take that next step, right? Re- maybe can, ready to put yeah, an album and, and out, maybe ready least, to be on Sway in the morning, yeah. maybe ready to be on some, some bigger podcasts, bigger things. And that's no disrespect because to the guys and girls out there that are the one and the twos, keep grinding, keep working. But I think we want to shoot in that area of, all right, it's 2017 right now. By 2018 or 19, this person's got a legit shot at the radio, at MTV, at the bigger blogs, um, at a, at a okay. record label. So that's kind of like, and, and that, that, that no, like I agree. Four, Would that be like, yeah, kinda like the mission statement, that, like that, like like the, yeah. the the goal? I mean, and that's a fair goal. I, I think yeah. that's. I got people are gonna be big next year. I think that should be our, our core, our target when we bring guests. Yeah. on. you know what I mean. I think, and I think. Well, have some people that you've heard of and are on, you can tell are on the cusp, right? They got the downloads, well, they got the social media following, they got the connects. Yeah. I think there'll be some people we pick that are going to be dark horses of, like, I really like this guy or girl, and I think next year they're going to be something, but maybe nobody knows him yet. Mm-hmm. I think that, that's kind of cool, too, to give them a shot and talk yeah. to them about their journey and kind of watch them and have our fan base become fans and watch them yeah. go from on that scale a two to a six or seven. Um, and I'll say this, out of the four, because, again, I'm – I'm a huge old school hip hop fan. I, you know, I kind of go in waves now. I don't. There's some rappers I do like still. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I, you know, I go. Yeah, yeah, you're you know all over I mean. the place. I, I'm a lot, you know. Like, I, I, can I, can I step in for one second? Yeah. The fact that you like what we're doing, right? After yeah. what you just said about yeah. yourself, I think says a lot about the show. Yeah. Because right? mm-hmm. I think one thing that happens with with hip hop, and it happens in the comedy world too, you end up rapping or telling jokes for your peer group. With no idea of how do you get out of that peer group, right? Yeah. So if we were making a show where the only people that liked it were hardcore Jersey Shore hip-hop heads, we'd have 15 or 16 listeners, right? Yep. Maybe our friends or family would listen, and that would be a real cap on it. I th- What you're saying right yeah. now gives me some confidence because you're saying, like, even as a casual fan, I can appreciate what you're doing. Because well, I mean, if we don't yeah, branch out to the casual I, I fans, this is that, a like, real hard top on where we can go with it. Would you agree? Yeah, and and I, I agree. Could, and I can say this because when you guys, when we started putting this all together, um, you know, you guys were both unanimous with Solo for Dolo for the first artist. And I honestly, I didn't really know the name. I didn't, and I let alone hear his song. So when you guys said, I was like, all right, cool. I'll listen to some of his songs. And I was like, wow, his songs are solid. Then I met, met him. He killed it, I thought, here. Mm-hmm. I thought he was great. Great freestyle. I listened to more and more of stuff. Then he sent me some of his stuff for, you know, that he was kind enough to let us use mm-hmm. for, 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 for the show. And, and I'll give you like, and then my cousin Chris, who was over, who's he's twenty two, right? He's been listening to him now too. Oh wow! So old, he's I'm thirty three. Th- yeah. There's an eleven year age difference, of uh, you know, just in turn, and he and his rap, like you know, Chris is very in, more into like Schoolboy Q, Kendrick, that kind, you know, that kind of stuff, and um, you know, Drake, and all, you know, all those kinds of um, things. But you know, I, the uh, you know, I I just. I, I think that there's the potential there. Like, like guys like I just I, guys like that. Like I, I, I didn't know much about him, and and hearing him on the show and just what his story and everything, it turned me like turned me on to hearing him and, and all that kind of stuff. So I, I think, you know, there is a potential to kind of like turn some heads and and you know, m- again make make people more aware of, of of people like that, which I think would like you guys said it would be the goal. So you know, I I think uh, you know I think I think it's off to a good start because. I mean, everybody I've heard that's come in here so far, and 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 again, you've had a good mix of people, like uh, in terms of eight, like Norin, what is he? Twenty, he's twenty-two or twenty-three. Yeah, young guy. And 
he's got his head on straight and he just works hard and he's just it's a different type of rap than solo but like you know very talented dude and just i like i i've been interested like i and, I, and i'll Every time when you guys leave, I'll I'll go back and I'll listen on Spotify or SoundCloud to all these guys. So, which you know, which I guess would be the hope that any listener will do when they you know hear hear the stuff. So, it's great, man. Appreciate it. So, yeah, I, you thank know, you. I, I think that's uh, you know, I, I I I think you guys are off to a good start. I mean, so I mean, that is there anything like kind of in closing, you guys say, like you know hopes or you know or, or like I said, I mean, I know you, you laid out kind of where you want to go with it, you know, and I mean, we'll start with rappers and, you know, and kind of go down the line of other artists maybe who, who aren't getting their due. Um, you know, I mean, is there any other like goals or anything else that you guys are kind of setting out for with this? I mean, we want people to listen, yeah. obviously. <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> as many listeners as possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I guess at that point, I, I don't know what that number is, but enough listeners where yeah. we can, turn this into it like what a successful podcast is sell some t-shirts sell yeah. you know have monetize sponsorship yeah. right and, and well and, and i think you know between all right because i mean you got between i think between all of our different platforms i i think i think a good mix of people will hear this not to pat ourselves on the back but you know i mean you got a nice you know audience right off the jump you got your stuff, you know, all your different sites you deal with, including Fifth Round Movement. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm working on launching my own stuff, and, uh, you know, we'll go from there. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I'd say, right, we, we'll launch this stuff pretty pretty soon. Sounds good, man. Let's make it the spring <laughs> Let's of go. the Let's go. a with Angelo and Rodney. Yep. All right. So, yeah. Manny we'll, Faz we'll, yeah, on we'll, a production. Absolutely. We'll be back, uh, you know. So, no, I want to I thank Angelo and Rodney. Seriously, they've been doing a great job, and this has been – uh, a lot of fun every, every Thursday. We've been recording these things, and uh, we'll get into a nice routine. And uh, you know, we'll, we'll let you guys know about what. Right? I, I mean, I, we'll, we'll might as well tell the audience. Right? We're gonna we're gonna have to figure out a day just to put them out, keep it consistent. So, whatever day that is, I mean, I don't know. Wait, I, you're the boss, man. If you're student, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Tell, I mean, you tell us. We're you. working for you here. It's not yeah, our It's out of our pay. It's collaboration. Right? It's a collaboration. But, um, you know, we'll. Uh, Look, look, everybody who's come in here, I think, has had favorable things to say about the whole the whole operation. So, you yeah, know, I'm, definitely no question about so that. So I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. So I want to thank you guys for all your help, you know, just and, and, and the consistency of, you know, sticking. With, cause that's why a lot of people, too, cause again, you uh, kind of come full circle with what I was talking about in the beginning. A lot of people start their thing of like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a podcaster, I'm a rapper, I'm this, I'm that. And stick with it for a week, and then, all right, on to the next. But you know, I, I know you two are legitimately, you know, knee deep in it, invested in it, and you know, are are sticking with it. So that that in itself is more to keep the consistency. We'll keep the listeners coming. So, mm-hmm. so I want to thank you guys just for you know j- j- just uh, all all the work, all the, uh, sticking with it, and uh, I'm, I I am really looking forward to putting out the the, the finished product because i think everybody is going to be you know because it's not just you can listen to this without being a rap fan you again it, it, mm-hmm. even if you're not gonna listen to their stuff as rappers you can listen to the story and and appreciate it because it's so far it's all jersey kids and you i think that's the most interesting part it's almost like a it's almost like a podcast documentary of hearing about how uh you know a kid like like 
like I'll, I'll finish. I'll close out with this. Like a kid like Norn, who right you said was a very good football player, mm-hmm. and just just you know, good kid, no no problem. Just decided I love rap and I want to get involved with this, and you know had the guts to go for it and tried. So people can appreciate that. So absolutely, I think you're gonna hear a lot of stories like that where kids just you know d- d- different age groups, different different backgrounds, just say like, all right, fuck it, you know, we're we're I'm I'm. I'm into this, and you know I'm, I'm gonna go for it. So I, th- I think uh, I think everybody's gonna enjoy it, whether you like rap, hate it, somewhere in between on it. Thank you. you you'll be able to listen to it. So you know, big ups to big ups to you guys. Check out Rodney C. GardenStateHipHop.com. My main man Angelo. Uh, Mr. Fifth Round. Yeah, fifth, fifth, Mr. Fifth. And it's funny. Fifth round has a, has a lot. That's a, that's a big time background. That's a big time backstory. And I think I need his own podcast at this point yeah. to explain how that. <laughs> and I was there. Me and my brother were there for for the advent of, of the fifth round. <laughs> that's, a, that's an amazing thing, man. You guys are definitely ground zero. We were we were we were there for the advent of the fifth round movement. So wow. I feel very I feel very blessed about that. Um, but Angel Fifth Round Movement, right? dot com, and and, right, and you, right, you, and what are your other? You write on some other right, sites. I do yeah. uh, some album reviews at poprate. dot com, a uh, bunch of other websites, streetwear, yeah. fashion, uh, athletic type stuff. I, you can find me all over the. You're internet. all over the game. Name. I am. I am all over the game. <laughs> and then uh, you got to bring your robot in for one too, nah, bro. The robot doesn't go to away games. <laughs> uh, stays in the house. And then uh, you can catch me telling, telling jokes around Ocean of Monmouth County whenever a uh, open mic or a show will have me. So we got that too. Beautiful. Guys, great job. And uh, I'm Matty Faz. Don't worry, I have more info coming up on some of my uh, endeavors. Bought some new website URLs. More info coming up. So leave a cryptic there. But uh, check it out. AR Podcast coming at you very, very soon. I want to thank these guys for doing a little extra overtime tonight. Take care, everybody. <laughs>